Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth. Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. It is Sunday, 21 March, 2021, and it's time for the Prophecy Update of the Week. Let's see here. We got a visitor. We've got Ron and Shanna's sister, Colleen, visiting today. Where are you from? Are you here in Sarasota, Florida? or California. California. Oh, so it's nice to be here, isn't it? Yeah. Get a little break from that. Good job. Well, it's good to have you here, and we welcome you. All right, let's see here. Uh, last week, I was talking about uh, certain consistency of the brains in liberals, and I was mentioning peanut butter, and somebody came to me and said, please don't say that. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to get, she said, I really like peanut butter. And so, and I thought about it, and that's true. Peanut butter is delicious. So I, I want to ask a question. Does anybody here eat spoonfuls of lard? No. Okay. If you hear me use the term lard, you'll know what I'm talking about in the future. Okay. Uh, we have... Um, a sermon today, which the people that don't usually listen to uh, Superior Word sermons, they come and they click on the Prophecy Update, and then they go and watch 5,000 other updates. Mm -hmm. I would uh, suggest that you would watch today's sermon. It is based on tithing. That is entitled, The Tithes of Israel. And if you want to know why churches are wrong about that issue— you want to watch this sermon. If you want to know what they're teaching is not only wrong, but it's taken from a completely incorrect perspective, you want to watch this sermon. If you are a tither, you want to watch this sermon. If you've been told you need to tithe, but you just don't, you want to watch this sermon, okay? I don't care what you're feeling about the issue of tithe is and what you think you know about the issue of tithing. You are either wrong or you don't have all the information, and I would suggest that you watch this sermon. I'll give you a little hint, though. Tithing is not for a New Testament church. And if you want to try to defend that, I mean, from the opposing view, you will lose, okay? Because I'm going to go through that. I've gone through it in three other sermons in the past. This is the final of them, and it's a rather important issue. So uh, please uh, be sure to watch that sermon. Uh, let's see here. Our first category, as always, is Israel. And from all Israel... This is a couple days ago. We're right at the cusp of the elections in Israel now, but six days out from election, most of Israel's COVID restrictions miraculously disappear. Yeah, Prime Minister Netanyahu promises no restrictions for Passover, no more lockdowns, and of course, more vaccines in a TV interview. So it sounds like California with the recall. You get a recall and all of a sudden the governor of California wants everybody to be opened up and free and doing things that he demanded they couldn't do for the past year, which he, of course, did. But there you go. That's the situation in Israel. From the AP, Israeli experts announced discovery of more Dead Sea Scrolls. You probably are aware of that. But if you're not, it's a rather important find. This goes back to the first Dead Sea Scrolls that have been found in eons literally eons, like uh, since the 50s or 40s. And uh, it's, it says the fragments of parchment bear lines of Greek text. That's the only reason why I included this, because almost everybody's probably heard this story. But I want to talk about that. Greek text from the books of Zechariah and Nahum and have been dated around the first century based on writing style, according to the Israeli Antiquities Authority. Okay, there is 
uh, a teaching out there that the Septuagint, which is the translation of the 70, it's a Greek translation of the Bible that predates the coming of Christ. 250 AD is when they estimate that it was uh, put out. And there are people that deny that that actually exists and that uh, the Septuagint is actually a later writing in order to justify why the New Testament has certain variations from the Old Testament. And they will go so far as to say that it was a Roman Catholic conspiracy and on and on and on. Okay, you'll find all kinds of crazy things about that. It's been known all along that there's been a Greek text, and this is one of the things that proves it. This goes right back to the time of Christ, and this certainly wasn't the first Greek text. It was one that was based on another one, and that's why it was kept in the Qumran caves. So the fact that the Septuagint predates Christ by 250 years can be readily established, okay? This is not something that was a later fabrication of the Roman Catholic Church. The King James-only people will use that logic for arguing for their King James-onlyism, and other people will do things like that as well. So that's why I included that, is because it's a very important find, if for no other reason than that. From all Israel, Kosovo becomes first Muslim nation to open Jerusalem embassy. They said they were going to do it. I reported on that months and months ago, and they have done it. The establishment of diplomatic relations between Israel and Kosovo was facilitated by the former Trump admin as a part of the wider Abraham Accords. Approximately half the size of Israel or New Jersey, Kosovo is a teeny-weeny little landlocked country in southeastern Europe with a population of approximately 2 million people. The diplomatic decision is a reciprocal move following Israel's recognition of Kosovo's independence, which was declared in 2009. Following an armed conflict with neighboring Serbia in the 1990s, Kosovo has been eagerly seeking international recognition for its national sovereignty aspirations. So there you go. That's a wonderful thing. And thank you, President Trump. From all Israel, Israeli group claims government is guilty of violating Nuremberg Code, Crimes Against Humanity in Vaccination Campaign. Now imagine this. This is Jews in Israel, lawyers that are suing, and they're saying they're in violation of the Nuremberg Code. Now, if this is passed and if it follows through, and I'll read you the article, but if it does, what a slap in the face of Israel, who relied on the Nuremberg trials for the prosecution of the Nazis. Okay, this is why this is a really important article. The ICC in The Hague is considering whether to open an investigation into the Israeli government for crimes against humanity and violations of the Nuremberg Code. A lawsuit filed by a Tel Aviv law firm on behalf of Anshe Emet, meaning people of truth, describes Israel's warp speed vaccination campaign as a medical experiment and is calling on the court to demand an immediate stop to the vaccination campaign a repeal of sanctions against those who do not take the vaccine, and the cancellation of Israel's agreement with Pfizer. Anshayamet called the vaccine an experimental medical treatment, something that we talked about last week. We'll talk about it a little bit more today, but that is true. It is under an EUA until December of 2022, which means that it is experimental by default and say that the pressure on Israelis to take the injection, which has not received final FDA approval, is a crime against humanity. It is our intention to present to you and detail how, in the state of Israel this year, the government of Israel, with its ministers and its Knesset members, 
heads of cities and additional senior factors violate the Nuremberg Code in an unlawful manner, blatant and extreme. And to our regret, not only in a single aspect, but many, too many, the lawyers are calling on the court to immediately stop Israel's administration of coronavirus vaccinations and to stop policies that incentivize vaccinations. Both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines use a new mRNA technology and have not received final approval by the U.S. FDA, but have been okayed for emergency use. In addition to medical and privacy issues, the suit notes that the threats of economic sanctions, social segregation, and proposed legislation against those who do not get vaccinated. I've reported on every one of those many times. The lawyers also cite a law recently passed in Europe instructing authorities to refrain from pressuring citizens to take the vaccine. Whatever is good for the advanced European states certainly is good for Israel, the suit concludes. The suit even claims that the MOH openly admitted that 41% of police, persons, military, education, and medical personnel who were vaccinated suffered severe side effects and life endangering. The MOH has said that the vaccine is 97% effective in presenting disease from COVID-19. They can't prove that, though, because it's an experimental until it's gone through its trial. You can't really make that claim. So there you go with that. That's a really important article. We'll hope that the ICC will take that simply to get people. You know, if they want to give people vaccines, that's fine. But you make it their choice. Okay, that's what has to happen. From the Times of Israel, Iron Sting. Israel completes testing of groundbreaking laser-guided mortar. The Iron Sting 120-millimeter mortar was developed by the ministry along with the IDF and Elbit Systems, and following the successful completion of the tests in the south of the country, is set to be delivered to the army. Colonel Arik Avivi, head of the IDF's Land Forces Weaponry Department, said the weapons offer an ability that until today was for the brigade or division level, and we are now bringing it to the level of the battalion. He said it would offer a very great lethality for that level of force size. According to the head of Defman's admin for the development of weapons and technological infrastructure, the mortar had been in development for 10 years, describing it as groundbreaking. On an international level, he said the mortar would offer infantry units the kind of accuracy that was previously only available from missiles and airborne weaponry. So that's very interesting. They're going to be able to deploy these by a very low level of personnel, and they're very accurate. It's good stuff. I'd like to remind you, before we get into our Christian section, that we will be having an interesting sermon today, which I would hope everybody would participate in. Okay, it's a sermon on tithing and why tithing is not a New Testament precept. You'll probably hear that again before we close as well. From Christian News, Greg and Karen Mitchell. They completed the Exodus sermons onward to Leviticus. Congratulations to them. And Karen said, I'm enjoying the sermons and try hard to remember everything. Listen, don't do that. I typed all of these sermons. I studied for them. I typed them and I go back and read them. And I think, you know, I never thought of that before. I'm not kidding. I, there's so much information in the Bible that you just have to assimilate it and go on and then go and review. So don't try to remember everything. Just listen and go back and review when you need to. I feel once done with the first five books, meaning the Torah of the uh, Bible, the Pentateuch or the Law of Moses, I will need to go back through them again. There's so much to learn. And then Tina, 
She said Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Ruth, Jonah, Esther, Galatians. She's gone through all of them. Now she's going through our Thursday night Bible studies, Romans, in chapter 2, and she's also going through Deuteronomy with us because she's all caught up. And uh, she's also started with the Thursday night Ephesians study. So this lady in the past two years has gone through every single thing that I have done in the past, what, 10 years. That's an amazing achievement. All right, from the AP, Vatican Bar's gay union blessing says God cannot bless sin. I never would have thought that they would have done that with the current Pope in there, but they have done that. And I will tell you right now that that actually makes very little difference. Next article from Reuters, rebel priests defy Vatican, vow to bless same-sex couples, and the Vatican will do nothing about it. So this is by mouth only, but they did come out and officially deny same-sex weddings in the Vatican. And then another article, Mail Online. Vatican admits it has nearly depleted its financial reserves and pleads for more donations from the faithful. Why would they do that? It's, I mean, why would they make that proclamation against uh, gay weddings? It's because of exactly that. They're lacking money and they've come out with a stand because they want money. And talking about money, did you know that we're having a sermon on tithing today? Okay. No. Yeah. Fox News. Biden says local preachers better than Trump for convincing MAGA folks to take COVID-19 vaccine. Biden said that. I urge all local doctors and ministers and priests to talk about why, why it's important to get that vaccine, Biden said. Okay, he's made the challenge, and so I'm going to give you the challenge. I will do this. So from Superior Word News Service, this is entitled, Why It Matters. You should consider getting a vaccine because Fauci has been perfectly consistent in his approach. He has consistently moved the goalposts. I would like you to do a general search of your own on that, but here is one example of him admitting this. It's from the Washington Times where he actually said, I have been intentionally moving the goalposts, okay? So you can go and look up that article. I've got a link to every one of these. These are all from the CDC unless I tell you otherwise. You should consider getting a vaccine because even after getting shots, the CDC via a Wisconsin DHS report says that you can still get COVID. That's from dhswisconsin.gov on the CDC website. You should consider getting a vaccine because the vaccine is in the trial phase for two full years. This is because the FDA granted an emergency use authorization or EUA, meaning they are in the process of collecting adequate data to establish if these vaccines are safe and effective enough to license. They are not licensed yet. As this trial period is not even one quarter of the way complete, there is nothing yet determined concerning the long-term negative effects of the vaccine. At this time, this product, this is the CDC, This product has not been approved or licensed by the FDA, but has been authorized for emergency use by the FDA. I've got the article from Stat News right here if you want the link. You should consider getting a vaccine because, and according to the CDC website, since fall of 2020, just as approval for the EUA was occurring, by the way, a large, this is their quote, a large number of mutations have arisen that have been detected in many countries around the world. One variant from the UK, quote, was first detected in the US at the end of December 2020. This was after the approval of the EUA, 
As it is unknown if current vaccines are effective against these mutations, it makes all the sense in the world to rush out and get yourself COVIDly vaccinated. <laughs> CDC link if you want it. You should consider getting a vaccine because you are currently alive. According to the CDC, although the risk is small in comparison to the total number of vaccines administered, there is a chance of dying from receiving the vaccine, meaning you will no longer be alive. As of 8 March 2021, there are 1,637 reports of death among people who received a COVID-19 vaccine. That's from the CDC website, link available. You should consider getting a vaccine because the rate of survival for COVID is close to 99%. And because it affects certain groups significantly higher than all others, meaning the chances of dying from it are almost zero outside of those categories, the chance of dying from the vaccine is close to the same chances as simply getting COVID for those other categories. Link to the CDC website. You should consider getting a vaccine because side effects to the vaccine are displayed on the CDC website with the warning. We are still learning how vaccines will affect the spread of COVID-19. After you've been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, you should keep taking precautions. Link to CDC website. And then finally, you should consider getting a vaccine because vaccine companies have complete immunity if you suffer any negative side effects up to and including death. There you go. I've done my service for the president. <laughs> Mideast in Africa news today from the AP. Sri Lanka to ban burqas close over 1,000 Islamic schools. They've got a real problem there. They're taking care of it, okay? Minister of, does anybody know what the predominant religion of Sri Lanka is? The predominant religion. Buddhism, you get a, I'm going to give you a Maserati, buddy. Okay, <laughs> Minister of Public Safety Sarat Wiaraskara said he signed a paper seeking the approval of cabinet of ministers to ban burqas, outer garments that cover the body and face worn by some Muslim women. The burqa has a direct impact on national security. In our early days, we had a lot of Muslim friends, but Muslim women and girls never wore the burqa. We are a Saqqara said, according to video footage sent by his ministry. It is a sign of religious extremism that came about recently. We will definitely ban it. We are Saqqara also said the government will ban more than 1,000 madrasas, saying they are not registered with the authorities and do not follow the national education policy. Muslims make up about 9% of the 22 million people in Sri Lanka, where Buddhists account for more than 70% of the population. Ethnic minority Tamils, who are mainly Hindus, comprise 15%. So there you go. Zero Hedge, Denmark bans foreign funding of mosques. They've also had a lot of problems there, and they are saying we're not going to take this anymore. The Danish parliament has approved a new law that bans foreign governments from financing mosques in Denmark. The measure is aimed at preventing Muslim countries, especially Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and Turkey, from promoting Islamic extremism in Danish mosques and prayer facilities. Denmark joins a growing list of European countries, including Austria, Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, and Switzerland, which have taken varying degrees of action to prevent foreign governments from financing the construction and upkeep of mosques in their territories. 
And the purpose of the act is to prevent natural and legal persons, including foreign state authorities and state-run organizations and companies, from working against or undermining democracy and fundamental freedoms and human rights by making donations. Okay, they're putting a lid on that. From Ynet, Turkey slams Israel, Greece, and Cyprus subsea cable deal, subsea cable deal. Okay, I talked about this before. They made this agreement to have a cable, and now Turkey is involved because the agreement was worked on in the past couple weeks. Turkey has protested a recent agreement reached between Israel, Greece, and Cyprus, advancing plans to build a 2,000-megawatt undersea electricity cable connecting the three. Turkey formally protested against the agreement, arguing that the route of the planned cable, expected to be funded by the EU, transgressed Turkish territorial waters. They're claiming things all over that are not theirs, okay? They've been doing this all along with gas and other resources. They're trying to stop this because they want their finger on this pie. Same with Russia and Iran. They're all working in cohesion against this. In diplomatic protest notes presented to Greek, Israeli and EU diplomats in Ankara, Turkish officials also stated that the three countries needed to seek Turkey's approval before conducting feasibility studies. They're dictating to these countries, sovereign countries, what they must do when they have a full right to do it. The three countries reached an agreement last week to expedite permits and approvals to conduct feasibility studies for the undersea cable and to coordinate with their respective national electricity regulators on how to best proceed. Turkey's not happy. That's tough. They do not own those territorial waters. That's been established. They've made claims all the way across the Mediterranean over to Libya, and that's why they want Libya to be under Turkish authority so that they can just say nobody can use these waters without our approval and our taxation and on and on. Okay, from Mongolia today, from Daily Star News. I don't know if you heard about this. I have not heard any report following up since, so all I have is the information here. Apocalyptic sandstorm turns day to night as skies turn orange and hundreds go missing. Incredible footage has shown how skies above several cities in China have turned into an orange haze after the worst sandstorm in 10 years hit. The sandstorm combined with high air pollution engulfed southwest region of Mongolia and it has so far killed 10 with 548 more people missing. That's a lot of people for a sandstorm. From Daniel 12 Technology, from Technocracy, forget COVID, global oligarchs are now rehearsing for a cyber pandemic. This is interesting. I'm just going to read you one bullet from it, not the whole article, which was about that long and doesn't really deal with it, but this one point does. A pandemic of black hat cyber attacks against critical infrastructure would necessitate mandated and authenticated digital IDs for every person on earth prior to being allowed internet privileges. Think it, think it, okay? Secondly, emergency shutdowns would cause economic chaos. Okay, so they're saying that everybody right now, you can have 50 email addresses. You can do whatever you want. You just go on the internet and it's a open internet for the most part. I mean, it's being regulated more and more by the minute, but they're saying that these cyber attacks could cause a need for every person to simply log on with their own personal identifier before they can do anything on the internet. In other words, here comes the mark of the beast. That's a really, really interesting concept. I don't know if it's going to pan out, but good stuff. From Cron, at Dubai Airport, travelers' eyes 
become their passports. Now, I've said this before, the COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast, okay? Nobody is getting vaccinated in their forehead or in their right hand. However, I've said that this is leading up to that stage. And the mark of the beast is probably going to be a retinal scan or a arterial scan, which is under your hand. They can see your veins and arteries, and it's unique like your retinal scan, okay? Right hand or forehead. Here we go. Dubai's airport, the world's busiest for international travel, can already feel surreal. With its cavernous, duty-free stores, artificial palm trees, gleaming terminals, water cascades, and near-arctic levels of air conditioning. Now the key east-west transit hub is rolling out another addition from the realm of science fiction. An iris scanner that verifies one's identity and eliminates the need for any human interaction when entering or leaving the country. That's spooky. It's the latest AI program the UAE has launched amid the surging coronavirus pandemic, contactless technology. The government promotes as helping to stem the spread of the virus, but the efforts also have renewed questions about mass surveillance in the Federation of Seven Sheikdoms, which experts believe has among the highest per capita concentrations of surveillance cameras in the entire world. Dubai's airport started offering the program to all passengers last month. Travelers stepped up to an iris scanner after checking in, gave it a good look, and breezed through passport control within seconds. Gone were the days of paper tickets or unwieldy phone apps. In recent years, airports across the world have accelerated their use of time-saving facial recognition technology to move passengers to their flights. But Dubai's iris scan improves on the more commonplace automated gates seen elsewhere, authorities said, connecting the iris data to the country's facial recognition databases so the passenger needs no identifying documents or even a boarding pass. The unusual partnership between long-haul carrier Emirates, owned by a Dubai sovereign wealth fund, and the Dubai Immigration Office integrates the data and carries travelers from check-in to boarding in one fell swoop. And that means that they carry you everywhere else in one fell swoop as well. Government offices, local grocery store, anywhere. They can have that technology implemented in 15 minutes. This is, this is really spooky stuff. And this is, I mean, right out of the book of Revelation, folks. I mean, everybody must have the mark, okay? Right hand or forehead, that's it. Revelation plagues from the Daily Caller. This is via Marie. She sent me this last week after I mentioned some of the uh, COVID vaccines that may be used from aborted stem cells. Here's a list of them, just so you know, because we just had a uh, briefing as to why you should consider getting a vaccine. Okay, so now you know which ones to get. Here's which COVID vaccines are produced, tested using aborted baby cells, according to a pro-life institute. Both AstraZeneca and J&J use aborted derived cells in development, production, and lab testing. So it's through and through with those two. Okay, so if you get either, what what did I say? AstraZeneca and J&J. Okay, from there, Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, Novavax, and Inovio use abortion-derived cells in some tests, but do not use abortion-derived cells in other tests. These four do not use abortion-derived cells in lines in development or production of the vaccine. The analysis could not determine whether Sanofi, GSK, and Merck use the abortion-derived cells, cell lines in lab testing, but noted that both 
do not use abortion-derived cells in development or production of the vaccine. To me, it doesn't make any difference. If it was used in the study of it, it should not be taken. They have used human life and they have aborted babies and they have taken those stem cells out of those to do testing. Even if it's not in the vaccine, every single one of the vaccine providers does this. If anybody, you know, you or not, according to the uh, EEOC, even after this is this trial is over, okay, they cannot violate your religious rights in the United States of America and mandate that you take this vaccine if you are a religious objector. Okay, that gives you ground right there. And I know a pastor that will sign a letter for you saying that you attend this church if you attend online or if you attend in church. Okay, I know a pastor that will sign that letter for you. You are not required to violate your freedom of religion according to the EEOC. So keep that in mind. From Mail Online, the Florida COVID paradox. I've reported on this at least four times in the past year. Cases and deaths continue to plunge despite the state having the most cases of super variant. Florida has seen a 75% decline in new cases since a peak there in early January. Yet the state leads the nation in confirmed cases of the B117 variant from the United Kingdom. Florida also has pursued more relaxed policy on business and social restrictions. I drive down Siesta Key every day of my life, and every day of my life I see people all over just sitting, enjoying their lives. There is no social distancing. There are no masks. Everybody's out there just having fun, okay? So I can attest that that is true. Large gatherings for Super Bowl LV drew doomsday predictions from critics. Now spring breakers are descending on Florida despite warnings from officials. Epic Times, DeSantis, he's a great governor so far, folks. To contemplate further CCP virus lockdowns is insane. That's his words. Epic Times, Florida Governor DeSantis cancels all CCP virus fines issued by local officials. So any local official in Florida for the past year that has fined anybody, he's canceled it. Epic Times, Facebook adding labels to all posts about COVID-19 vaccines. Exactly why I left Facebook. I was tired of posting something and having something pop up saying that what you have posted is in question. I just got tired of it. No more Facebook ever again. From the blaze, NBC News says if you go to the gym, you should wear a face mask in the shower. Yeah. Epic Times, fentanyl flowing into the United States at record volume. Why? Because our southern border is open, open. You know, they have over the past week, I've seen at least 10 times in public announcements blame Donald Trump for what's happening down there. They blame him. It's all his fault. The amount of fentanyl seized while coming through the southern border during the first five months of fiscal year 2021 is already higher than all of fiscal year 2020 according to the latest statistics from the Customs and Border Protection. We are seeing a dramatic increase in fentanyl seizures this fiscal year, more than 360% higher than this time last year. Nationwide drug seizures include 50% in February from January, so it's gone up 50% in one month. Cocaine interceptions increased 13%. Seizures of methamphetamines increased 40%. Seizures of heroin up 48%. And that's only what they caught, folks. That's only what they caught. Morality. Epic Times. Another reason why I don't drink Coke. I gave that up a long time ago because of their issues with LGBT. Well, here we go. 
Coca-Cola to penalize outside law firms for not being diversive enough. Not only do they have their own policy, but they're penalizing other companies saying that if you're not diverse enough, we're penalizing you as well. So this is like big government, okay? Coca-Cola has rolled out a new diversity guidelines for outside legal counsel, including requiring law firms. You're a law firm, you must do this or you're not gonna deal with us to provide 30% of build time from diverse attorneys. So it doesn't matter who the most qualified attorney is, what matters is their agenda, okay? Of which at least half, half must be African-American. I believe they're 12% of the population and they have to be half of the representation. This is an agenda. I'm not, you know, I'm married to a Asian woman, folks. I'm not one of these people that, and I'm, yeah, I'm down in the projects every single Saturday of my life, long before all this kind of stuff came out. Okay. I'm down there and guess what? There are 99.9% colored Americans down there. I'm not one of these people that just says, oh, that's their problem and I'm not going to be a part of it. We've got quite a few people in here that are there every Saturday with me. I know what's going on in this world, so we'll continue with the article. Bradley Gayton, general counsel for Coca-Cola, introduced the guidelines with a heavy heart, telling law firms in a January 28th letter that diversity measures taken by the company, like scorecards, summits, committees, and action plans, are not working. And we have a crisis on our hands, and we need to commit ourselves to specific actions that will accelerate the diversity of the legal profession. 50%. Whatever. SRN News. Mexico's Congress approves landmark cannabis bill. One country after another. The dominoes keep falling. Mexico's lower house of Congress approved a bill that would decriminalize cannabis for recreational, medical, and scientific uses, bringing it a step closer to creating one of the world's largest markets for the plant. They got the right environment. They got the right amount of sun. And there's a lot of money to be involved. So forget morality. Let's just grow it. Mail Online. Woke $57,000 a year New York City school bans students from saying mom and dad, asking where classmates went on vacation and wishing Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. And this isn't just a secular school. This is an Episcopal school. Yeah, Grace School Church. There's no grace there, folks, which costs $50,000 a year has offered a 12-page guide for staff, students, and parents on inclusive language. Mom, dad, or parents are outlawed for grown-ups, folks, family, or guardian. It urges them not to wish anyone a Merry Christmas or even Happy Holidays and asks for an end to questions on where a person went on vacation. You can't ask your friend, where'd you go on vacation? As part of our Episcopal identity, we recognize the dignity and worth common to humanity the school said of the guide anybody (laughs) you tell me yeah mom and dad are excluded from the washington examiner transgender surgery here we go is now free for military thanks to biden executive order taxpayers you guys will now foot the bill for gender reassignment surgery for active military personnel and veterans with some treatments costing upward of two hundred thousand dollars Yeah, yeah. From the blaze. Top Biden nominee claims taxpayer-funded abortion is necessary for racial justice. A top person in the Biden administration says that abortion is necessary for racial justice. The least safe place on the planet for a black child is the womb of its mother. That is the least safe place on this planet. 
Blaze, Marvel Comics to introduce a gay Captain America designed by a transgender artist. Okay, our other category, New York Post. Uh, before we get into our other category, do you know that we have a sermon coming up on tithing today, which I really think you should watch? I, I really do. This is going to be an important sermon for you to understand what is involved in that Old Testament precept. New York Post, suspected terrorists caught exploiting border crisis, GOP leaders say. No. Citing Customs and Border Protection agents who briefed the lawmakers shortly before the presser, those hitting the border include not just Central American migrants, but from Iran, Yemen, Sri Lanka, and China, among other nations. Oh, they don't have any harm intent for us. Zero Hedge. More California cities experiment with hero pay, leading to predictable results. Hero pay. Anybody heard about hero pay? Because they worked during the crisis, you have to pay them $4 an hour more. Sounds good, right? No. In early February, Long Beach, California passed an ordinance requiring large chain grocery stores to provide workers with an extra $4 per hour as hero pay during the pandemic. That immediately resulted in two of the biggest Kroger stores in the area closing their doors permanently, putting hundreds of people out of work. Oops. At the time, a number of other large municipalities in the Golden State were either already drafting or considering similar legislation. But having seen what happened in Long Beach, they thankfully had sufficient warning not to make the same mistake. Or so you would have thought. L.A. plunged ahead and passed the same type of law, only they upped the ante and made it $5 an hour. Try to not faint from shock when I tell you that three more Kroger stores shut down in short order. From the blaze, Portland mayor wants to restore, who could have guessed this? Who could have guessed? Here's an airplane for you to fly. You guessed it. Wants to restore police funding amid violent crime wave after cutting funds last year. After stripping funds from police last year, Mayor Wheeler urged city lawmakers this week to restore some funding for the Portland PD as law enforcement uh, there battles violent crime. Wheeler asked for $2 million in funding for police and other agencies to combat the raging gun violence that is plaguing the city. The move represents an about-face after the city leaders in June voted to cut nearly $16 million. So they're still $14 million short, and they are not going to recoup. They're just not. Mail online. Chicago suburb to be the first in the United States to pay reparations to black residents who will be offered $25,000 towards home ownership so long as they live or their relatives lived there between 1919 and 1969. And they'll use tax on legal marijuana to pay for it. This is just going from bad to worse. Um, you know, I was talking to my friends yesterday at lunch. Uh, we had pizza after uh, mission work. Yeah, it was good too, wasn't it? Anyway, we're sitting there eating pizza and I said, you know, my great, great grandfather, you can look him up. He's in every library in America. You can find him online, Thomas Crescent Garrett. Okay. He was the last stop, the very last stop on the Underground Railroad in Maryland. Okay. Harriet Tubman went through his house every time she brought slaves through. He was the last stop. You can go read up on him. Okay. I wonder if I can get reparations because he gave away all of his fortune, everything to help those people. Denied. Okay. Let's see here. Um, Epic Times. Biden DOE no longer finds racially segregated groups in schools discriminatory. Trump said, we can't do this. You can't go dividing people. And Biden says, divide away. 
The U.S. DOE has reversed a Trump-era decision that declared race-based affinity groups at public schools to be discriminatory after a whistleblower teacher's complaint from the Eveston-Skokie School District in Illinois the Trump admin's education department launched an investigation into the district's practice of dividing students and staff into different groups based on their race and conducting activities allegedly aimed at helping address discrimination and white privilege. So there you go with that. They're just throwing it all out. All the work that's gone into this nation to getting people to live in harmony together is being thrown to the wind by the left. Zero Hedge, White House admits Trump Cuba policies will stay for now. Somebody emailed me about the uh, crisis and saying, you know, that uh, the Cubans swayed the vote in Florida. And so, you know, what's happening is probably a good thing in some ways. And I said, it doesn't work that way. I said, the Cubans have come here from there. They left a communist country and they are entrepreneurs. Most of the Cubans that have come here have started small businesses. They're hardworking people. They don't have the same mentality of somebody that comes here and says, give me, I'm here to get, okay? And that's the difference. And Biden knows that what, I said this right before Trump left office, I read that he had done this and I said, he will not be able to undo this. That's what I said about Biden. Trump did it a day or two days before he left office. I said, this is gonna have to stay because they can't slap the Cuban population and get away with it. This was great what Donald Trump did. A Cuba policy shift is currently not among Biden's priorities. I guess not. Well, the Biden administration now says it's reviewing Trump policies on Cuba, especially the last minute terror designation by Trump on January 11th, a mere nine, nine days it is before Biden was sworn in. Nothing looks to change anytime soon. They need that Cuba vote and the Cubans will go either way, but you start messing with communist ideology, they are not going to go that direction. They're a hardworking bunch of people. They're very nice people. They don't assimilate as well as some groups. They're like the Chinese. They start their own cultural areas. That's okay. They're, they're good, hardworking people for the most part. Okay. Um, mail online. When going green is dirty, Colorado's indoor cannabis farms produce 30% more greenhouse emissions than the state's coal mining industry due to electricity use and natural gas consumption. 30% more than, than coal. Growing cannabis indoors requires a lot of energy for lights and climate controls. Depending on where you are, growing an ounce of weed indoors has the same carbon footprint as burning 7 to 16 gallons of gasoline. Single ounce. Gateway Pundit, Democrats block amendment that would require ICE be notified if an illegal immigrant tries to buy a gun, then immediately vote to take away gun rights from Americans. In the same vote, the House passed a gun control bill that prohibits private firearms transfers without having a background check. These same Democrats blocked legislation that would require ICE to be contacted when illegal aliens apply to buy a gun. Can you imagine the logic there? No. Yeah, there is none. There's just lard. Okay. Uh, mail online. Credit card purchases trigger the same chemical reaction in the brain as cocaine and drive more spending. I never owned a credit card until 1993 when we came back from Malaysia. I'd been over years for nine years, four months, and 15 days in the United States Air Force. And we got our credit card. And I told my wife, if you ever, ever don't pay this the month that it comes in, I mean, I said you, we, if we don't pay this, the month that it comes in, we will cut that card up and never use it again. Yes. 
That is the policy with our credit cards. Yes. But about a month or two ago, I decided, and she noticed right away at IHOP, because I always used to just pull out the credit card and pay, right? Well, I started pulling out cash and giving it to the girl. And she said, what are you doing? I've never seen you do that. Well, I just decided with Hedico, we're going to just stop using our credit card. And I'm going to tell you what, it has made a big difference for us. Mm-hmm. Credit cards, you, you actually get a stimulus in your brain because you don't have to pay for it right now. Yeah. So try it. If you use a credit card a lot, try stopping and just paying with cash. You're more careful with it. Okay. Um, let's see here. Wall Street Journal. Banks in Germany tell customers to take deposits elsewhere. Can you imagine this? Listen to this. Interest rates, I've been talking about this for two, maybe three years now. Interest rates have been negative in Europe for years. But it took the flood of savings unleashed in the pandemic for banks finally to charge depositors in earnest. So they're charging you to put your money in a bank. Germany's biggest lenders, Deutsche Bank AG and Commerce Bank AG, have told new customers since last year to pay 0.5% annual rate to keep large sums of money with them. The banks say they can no longer observe the negative interest rates that the ECB charges them. The more customer deposits banks have, the more they have to park with the central bank. That is creating an unusual incentive where banks that usually want deposits as an expensive form of financing are essentially telling customers to go away. Banks are even providing new online tools to help customers take their deposits elsewhere. We don't want your business anymore. And the funny thing is, listen to the title of this next article. Zero Hedge, Deutsche Bank, CEO, investment bankers see bonuses rise nearly 50% after a banner year. So they're telling customers we don't want you anymore, and yet they're getting 50% rise in bonuses. This is a bad system. The EU cannot endure, folks. It cannot. You talk about the the beast that comes out of the uh, sea in the end times from Revelation, I think it's Revelation 13. That's going to be from there, but they're going to be restructured after all of this collapses. Got a lesser here for you. Let's see if you can figure out what they're writing about. Hero Pay has been passed once before, the number four, which resulted in closing uproar. We saw more closed store jive when the heroes got five. That resulted in layoffs galore. Yeah, there you go. Okay, um, let's see here. Oh, one more thing. Two more things before I get into our irony. The first is that we have a tithing sermon coming up at the end of this prophecy update. I would ask that anybody that thinks they know about tithing to please watch this sermon. You're going to get a surprise. And it's right out of the Bible. I don't make stuff up. We stick with scripture here. Okay, you're going to find out why you've been told wrong all along. Okay, and then we also have a brand new Sergio and Rhoda video that came out this morning. You can watch it online. Please go to Sergio and Rhoda in Israel and you can click on it. All right. And then we have mail online. Irony of the week. Friends who met at work and bonded over being adopted discover they are biological sisters after taking 23andMe DNA tests. They met they said, I'm adopted. Oh, so am I. And they thought, well, let's have our tests. And they found out they're sisters. That's ironic and wonderful at the same time. Such is the world we live in. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is the Superior Word, and that is your prophecy update for the week.